I'm going to look her right in the eyes and I'm going to tell her, this mopping shit, it ain't happening. I'll tell you guys how it works out. Or you could all meet me at the emergency room in about an hour and a half. And uh, and we could just talk about how it worked out. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? It's your boy Jeremiah with the Kind of Kidding Podcast, and here we are again, episode 17. <laughs> episode 17. We're here. What day is today? It's um May 28th. May 28th. Sunday, the day before Memorial Day. I'm actually recording this episode a little later than I normally do. Um I think normally I like to knock these things out on a Friday, maybe early, early Saturday. So I still have my weekend available. I think in some of my previous episodes, I've I've told you guys I was knocking this podcast out or knocking these episodes. <laughs> I keep doing it, knocking these episodes out so I can go enjoy a weekend. This time around, I actually enjoyed the weekend first, <laughs> and now I'm catching up. My uh, my family. My family was in town from North Carolina and Texas, and they stayed with us a whole week, a full seven days. And uh, yeah, we just we, we hung out and, and partied for for a week as if we were unemployed and spending a government check. Uh, it was awesome. But I I was displaced from my quote unquote podcast studio. <clears throat> So I couldn't do anything kind of kidding podcast related for a whole week, which wasn't that bad because it was nice to just not think of it. But then um, all the free time I had, which wasn't much, but every now and then, you know, people are sleeping and they uh, they, you know, they got other things they're doing and it just felt awkward, even though it's my house, it just felt awkward to. I don't know tell them not to come in to the to the to the garage <laughs> garage as they say in France um yeah it felt weird not to not to let them in my garage so I can record my podcast so I figured I'd wait till everybody was gone and I would knock it out today so here we are recording episode 17 on May 28th 2023 I have to make sure I put that date in there so this can be time-stamped for anyone who travels back in time in, in a 500 years. Not literally, but you know what I mean. Anyone who presses play on a podcast 500 years from now. I wanted to know on uh, the day before Memorial Day, I was recording episode 17. It's iconic. Why is it iconic? It's really not. But, um, but yeah. Uh, the week, the week that we had last couple episodes, I've told you my daughter was graduating. She did it. It is over. She has completed high school. She is a full fledged working member of our society. Like 
Like she has rights now. <laughs> she has a, uh, she has opinions. She's allowed to tell us how she feels about things. It's kind of weird. You know, this whole week she's just been hanging out, you know, uh, I mean, obviously celebrating herself. We're all celebrating her graduating high school is huge. But when I look at her, I mean, she's always going to be my daughter. But when I look at her, I'm just like, I'm just like thinking, shouldn't she be doing something <laughs> like homework? No. Something to clean? No, because we're dirty in it every minute. She's just hanging out. She's having conversations. It's pretty awesome. But I, I it just makes me wonder. Well, it doesn't make me wonder, but it, I, I just start reminiscing about, you know, her running around the house when she's younger, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. And now she's running around the house at 18. Totally. She's a. I know I keep saying this and I, I don't know if it's rude, but she's a she's a real person now. <laughs> Not that she wasn't a real person before, but now she's like. I don't know. It's weird. If if any of you have 18 year old daughters or 18 year old sons. I think overnight. It gets it gets strange in a good way. Don't get me wrong in a good way. It's different. Let's put it that way. It's not strange. It's different. I still have a 13-year-old daughter, so she's still she's still got, you know, 2% of her innocence left. She's losing that every day. That girl's wild. That little girl is wild. She's 13 years old and she's just Nah, well, that's another episode. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast talking about her. Um Anyway, what was I getting at? Oh yeah, I was displaced for a whole week in a in a beautiful way. I had access to my whole home. Um but I couldn't do the things that I normally do in my home cuz we had 12 people here. Yeah, it's crazy. 12 people. Like I feel like I should Airbnb this thing. Sleeps 12. You know, two in my room, two in the kids' room, you know, two in the den and four in the garage. Slash podcast studio. I mean, we had people laying everywhere. Felt like a college dorm room. <laughs> or uh, not a dorm room. Uh, felt like a college frat house. Sorority house. I don't know. Not that I've ever been in a frat house or sorority house. But uh, I watched enough movies to know that normally people are sleeping all over the place. But now it's uh, it's empty. There's no people sleeping anywhere. You know, my my dad my mom my my sister's family my you know brother-in-law nephews um aunts uncles they're just they're all gone and it's uh it's kind of sad you know in a in a in a strange way it's it's kind of sad because when no one's here you can't wait for them to arrive and then when they're here, you're lost in the moment that you don't actually realize it's going to end. You're just having so much fun. And then you wake up one day and you drop a couple people off at the, you know, airport. You know, the, wake up another day, your parents are gone and your nephews are gone. And then it's just you and the the 
It's just the four people that live here now <laughs> in a staring at each other. Like, what do we do today? You know, you woke up and it used to, it was, what do you do today? Oh, let's go to a, let's go, let's go downtown. Let's go on a walk. Let's go show some people Boise. Now you wake up and you're just like, where do we start cleaning? Because we didn't clean anything all week. I mean, here and there, you know, make some food, barbecue, grill, fry some things up. You know, we clean up after that. But, you know, we weren't dedicating a day to cleaning anything. Now, now we have to dedicate a weekend because <laughs> this place is a this place is a mess. I look around and I'm seeing I'm seeing deflated balloons from a graduation party that happened a week ago. I'm seeing unfolded blankets that my nephews used. Not their fault, you know, but they're still there. I see air mattresses that need to be deflated and rolled up. That's my job, apparently. Uh, <laughs> there's dishes. You know, the dishes were good. We we stayed on top of the dishes, but there's uh, there's some dishes that need to be cleaned. Need to vacuum the floors. Probably should mop. You know, I know my I know my partner in this life is probably gonna want me to mop. I hate mopping. Mopping sucks. What's the chore that you guys do that you hate the most? I mean, I, I guess I couldn't I couldn't call it a chore because it's an it's necessary. But mopping just fucking sucks. And not old school mopping. Old school mopping with the bucket and the the cleaner and the the actual mop. I mean, I, I feel like I feel like as a kid that was terrible, but I I kind of miss those days. It feels easier. I don't know if it cleans as well, but it feels easier. Wet the mop, ring the mop, wipe up the floor, ring it out, re-wet it, mop it up again. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that can't work. Cause you're just mopping the floor with dirty mop water every time. Dirty mop water? Is mop water a thing? Dirty mop water? Hey, what's the word? Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's the word for dirty mop water? Yeah, when you... Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, oh. Okay, okay, yeah. You don't fucking know either. Cool. Um, Mop water. It's got to be mop water. Anyway, now we have the steamer. The steamer mop. You know, you you put a I think one a cup of water in this little reservoir, you plug it in, you turn it on, and then uh it's got like a, a pad at the bottom and it heats up, steams, it gets all steamy. And you just push that on you hold a button down and you push that and it steam mops, I guess. And and it's easier than mopping regularly, but I hate it because you got to hold this trigger down the whole time. It's stupid that companies make these things born, these things that these ideas that are born out of convenience, but they hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's conveniently cleaning, but it's it's fucking painful. Like I get, I don't have carpool tunnel, carpool tunnel. What's this carpool tunnel that everybody talks about? I want to find a carpool tunnel. Um. I don't have carpal carpal tunnel, 
but I imagine I'm just a couple mop jobs away from getting it. So I should, I, I, I'm, I'm going to lobby. I'm going to lobby that I no longer have to mop. Uh, wish me luck. I'm going to try it today. I'm going to walk out there and I'm going to say, hey, I'm not mopping no more. Okay? You know, there's, there's 15 jobs that can be done. And mopping is off of my list. I'm going I'm to look her. I'm going to look her right in the eyes and I'm going to tell her. This mopping shit, it ain't happening. I'll tell you guys how it works out. Or you could all meet me at the emergency room in about an hour and a half. And uh, and we could just talk about how it worked out. <laughs> oh, geez. I'm a smart man. I pick and choose my battles. and I. I choose not to argue about mopping today, you know. <laughs> Where am I going with this? Uh I I had a direction. I had a direction for this episode. I wrote I jotted down some things I wanted to talk about and I do this a lot. I I jot down things I want to talk about and then I don't talk about any of it. <laughs> I get out here and I just start rambling. But my direction should a podcast really have a direction? That's a question I have for you. Anyone who is listening to episode 17 now, I guess this would be a couple days from right now, if you're listening, should a podcast really have a direction? Are are themed podcasts more entertaining? I mean, it gives you something to look forward to because you understand kind of what's happening. But does it actually play into its entertainment value? You know, um, I, you know, I mean, I guess if I was doing a podcast about fixing car engines, all the car engine guys and girls out there, all the all the all the people interested in fixing engines, they find the podcast because of that. But does Overall, after you've got a listener or two, does does anyone actually really care anymore about the theme? You know, are, are people listening to you, you know, for what you're saying? Or are, are people listening to me because they want to listen to me? Like they they enjoy Jeremiah? You whoever's listening right now. Ask yourself, honestly, are you listening to this podcast because I have groundbreaking, earth-shattering, hot takes? <laughs> I have, I am just dropping some, some knowledge that you have to consume. Or am I, am I a friend to you in some shape or form or fashion? And you're just supporting Jeremiah. I mean, I think I'm a pretty dope dude to hang out with. I think if you hung out with me, we would have some great times. But we're not hanging out. We're we're virtually hanging out. We are digitally hanging out. We're um, we're sharing a space on the internet together. 
and we've done it for 17 weeks, hopefully. And if you if you just started listening an episode or two again, you know, hopefully in a in in a few months we'd have enough time together that you can answer that question and say, yeah, I'm I'm here for Jeremiah because I want you to be here for me because I don't I don't know if I have an actual podcast where I can I can um, uh, commit to a direction. I can't commit to a direction. I can't say tune in. We're going to laugh for 40 minutes because we don't. You know, sometimes we laugh for five or 10 minutes and then I. I drop some truth bombs and get all in my feelings, <laughs> you know, I, talking about how I'm going to miss my kids and, you know, talking about how, you know, how I'm fat and people don't like me, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but then there's other times where I, you know, I get on here and I have nothing serious to talk about. And I'm literally just a rambling idiot, little bit of comedic value in there, hopefully, but yeah, I don't have a, I don't have a direction, which is why I chose "Kinda Kidding" as my podcast name. I, in my bio, or I don't know if it's called a bio. I gotta read. I, oh God, why do you, I need to? I need to understand the words. The what are the words for the things I'm trying to talk about? Um, I guess it's a bio, but I I said in my bio that anyone who says they're kind of kidding is also kind of not. And that's my quote unquote direction that I wanted for this podcast is I wanted you to know that we're going to joke around, but we're also not going to joke around. So maybe that is my, maybe I do have a direction. Do you guys even care? <laughs> you guys care if my podcast has a direction? Anyway, call me, text me, message me, tell me what you think. Tell me I'm doing a great job and I'll keep doing it or tell me I'm doing a shitty job and I'll still keep doing it. But just tell me something. Give me the instant gratification that I so desperately seek from you. <laughs> Don't let me wait a week to check a number to see if uh, to see if you cared. You know, let's uh, let's do Jeremiah a favor. Let's respond to me. Let's text me, message me, email me. Let's do something. Tap me on the shoulder at the Costco line. Um, let's talk about my episode or episodes. If you have the time, let's engage. Let's make, uh, let's make the rest of my time here in this podcast space an engaging time. I know there's a handful of you, you know, about 10 or 11 of you that that consistently hit me up. Hey, Jeremiah, listen to your episode. It's pretty cool. And I like how you said this, or thank you for mentioning this, or, you know, there, there's, um, there's some feedback from some of you that I'm, I'm super grateful for, and I enjoy it so much, but I would like to do that with a lot more of you. So don't be shy. Just shoot me a thumbs up emoji. I don't care. I, I like that kind of stuff. I've never been the guy that needed a pat on the back, but I think I'm a thumbs up emoji guy. <laughs> you know, you don't have to pat me on the back and say great job, but if you could shoot me a thumbs up from across the aisle at a at a Walmart, that would be that would be cool, you know? Let's try that. Let's be thumbs up buddies. I'm down. And let's make it super weird too. 
like when we're doing this, like when we're when we're doing this uh, thumbs up game, let's let's make it incredibly awkward for anyone around us. I think I think I, my new purpose in life needs to be. It needs to be making people feel so uncomfortable that they they open up, they jump out of their shell. Because people today, they're so uptight. They're so. They're so serious. I told you guys multiple times that I find humor in everything, even the shit that's sad. Even that episode before where I talked about how, you know, there's some people that I know that said some hurtful things and they don't realize it and it's motivating me to do, you know, whatever. Even in that sad time for me, that sad, you know, however long, five minutes or five days or five months, in that sad time, I found humor in it. Laugh at my pain. I think somebody out there had a comedy special called Laugh at My Pain, and I think that's relevant. You know, maybe not that comedy special, but the the title, Laugh at My Pain. Because if you don't laugh at shit that hurts you, if you don't laugh at shit that's uncomfortable, that that existence is depressing. So my new goal, my new purpose in, in life, <laughs> until I until I realize it's a bad idea, and I do something else. Uh, my new purpose is to. I want to make people feel so uncomfortable that they lock eyes with me and they don't know what to do or say. And then I flash a smile or a smirk and then we giggle, we laugh, we chuckle. And it changes the whole day. Your whole day can be changed by just one interaction with somebody that makes you laugh. <clears throat> Think about it. You woke up. You're, you didn't get good sleep. Everything is just, you feel uncomfortable. Your bedroom's a little hot. The, 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 the sheet came undone and it's wrapping up around your leg. You just, ah, it's just so, you just can't stand it. So you get up. Well, now you're up earlier than you want to be up. You walk out of your bedroom. The dog is barking. You got to use the bathroom. So you go to the restroom, you go to the bathroom, you're doing whatever you're doing. The dog keeps barking. It's upsetting. It's annoying. You're not in the mood to deal with that. So finally, you get done doing what you're doing. You walk out, you find your dog. He's in the kennel or a back room or something. He wants to go outside. You let him outside. The first thing he does when he run, when he, when you open the door is he takes your legs out. It hurts. It's painful. Your day sucks so far. It is terrible. You walk outside to clean up after your dog. You look at your neighbor across from the, the, the fence and your neighbor, your neighbor's out there. You're both miserable. You are both so miserable. You hate, you hate the morning and you lock eyes with your neighbor. They're doing the exact same thing you're doing. They're picking up after their dog, doing their morning business, and they are pissed off because it is hot and their bed sheet was, was uncomfortable and their dog was annoying and they do not want to they do not want to go through this day and then you both realize you're both wearing the same silk golden girl pajama bottoms and you laugh and i'm 99% sure after seeing your neighbor wearing the same golden girl's pajama bottoms that you're wearing i guarantee you your day turns around I guarantee you, I am 1,000% sure that your bad day has immediately just stopped. It can get bad again, but in that moment, your bad morning is now a good day because you locked eyes with someone equally as weird as you. 
<laughs> you both have golden girl pajama bottoms and you're both picking up dog poop outside in the morning after just been so pissed off. And the only thing you can say is thank you for being a friend. <laughs> so my new goal in life is to find as many people as I can and turn their days around. And hopefully if there's 30, 40, 50, 100 of you that are listening to this right day and you were having a bad day and you just had an image of me and my neighbor wearing the same golden girl pajama bottoms, hopefully that made you laugh and now your day has been turned around. So you're welcome. <laughs> All right, let's uh <clears throat> let's get back to let's get back to the meat and potatoes of this. Oh, it's meat and potatoes. Man, I ate so good this week. You have no clue. My dad and mom flew into town and immediately did what great parents do. They fed their son. <laughs> I thought I ate good before. I ate I ate so much, which is ironic because I just finished an episode talking about how I needed to lose weight. <laughs> and then and then did the exact opposite. Ah, I don't know if I gained any weight, but I'm not going to check. My new weight loss program is to not know how much I weigh and then just go until I feel good. And I take that. I, I say that tongue in cheek. I'm kind of joking, but I don't care about numbers. I really don't. I don't care about numbers. When I was younger, I weighed 260, 270 pounds and I looked smaller. Now I weigh 245 and look bigger. So the number, don't give a shit about. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do what I need to do to make myself feel better. When I can bend over and tie my shoe without needing to catch my breath, I think my weight loss goals would have been achieved. <laughs> uh, anyway, what I was saying was my parents came into town. I picked them up at 1158. And I picked my sister up. Well, no, I picked them up at 1150 something, 1140 something. And we waited around for my sister and her family to get off their plane. It worked out well. They both arrived at the same time, uh, around the same time. And we came home, basically got everybody at midnight, came home, talked for an hour or so, went to bed, woke up the next morning. And the first thing we did as a family was eat. I, I don't know if that's weird. I don't know if that's strange. I don't know if the first thing you should do as a family is eat. But that's what we did. That's our love language, I guess, is food. You know, you could have an argument. I, I remember when I was a kid. I remember when I was a kid, my dad would come home. You know, he's a. Uh, He's a military man. He was grunt. He did his he did his he did his 14 to 16 hours a day. Worked extremely hard and came home and you could just see the fatigue. You could see the the daily stress of being a real life GI Joe. You you could see it on the face. And then you could see my mom's stress because her two kids acted like a couple of assholes all day and she had to deal with us 
And then you could look at my sister's face and see that she's probably not too happy with the things that I did to her today. You know, the being the older brother and thinking you're super cool and you know, whatever, you know, doing what older brothers do, making life for your younger siblings. Absolutely. Hell. We did that every day. Dad went to work, came home. Mom put in her hours with us. I stressed the hell out of my sister. She pissed me off. We're all just in a, we're on it. We're in a zone come 6.30 p.m., 7 o'clock p.m. And no one says anything to each other for a while. And then there's food on the table. And, and a couple minutes later, there's conversation. And then a few seconds later, there's smiles. And then the rest of the time at the dinner table is just laughter, just nonstop laughter. And that's my family. I'm sure that's your family, too. You can forget. I think it's healthy to forget about life. Forget about real life for an hour a day. You know, just. Just don't worry about anything for 60 minutes. I learned that as a kid. Nothing, nothing made me happier than that one hour a day of just not caring about anything except the people you were sharing that meal with. And I think that's healthy for everybody. You know, don't even worry. Don't, don't, you know. Find your hour, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Find your 60 minutes and then go back to stressing and do that all day. But know that you're looking forward to that hour with your friends. You're looking forward to that hour with your family. And if you don't have any family nearby and your friends you're not really feeling right now, do it for you. That hour alone, you know, check out, put the phone in the dresser, turn it off, you know. Sit there in a quiet room and just, just enjoy yourself. No one loves you more than you. So spend time with you. You know, what the hell was I talking about? Jesus, Jeremiah. Um, oh, yes, we ate. Sorry. I'm a sight. My, my, my mind is just, anyway, you guys know me. We ate breakfast. We loved it. Um, then when breakfast was over, we cleaned up after breakfast. We hung out for a little while. You know, just enjoyed each other's presence. And then we had a graduation party, which had more food. I told you I bought 26 pounds. God, it was a Saturday ago. 26 pounds of meat, adobada or al pastor and carne asada, 13 pounds of each and some rice and some beans. And I had a really good friend come help me serve up food to my my family and my friends. And man, we killed it. We killed that graduation party. I would shout out this place that I bought this stuff from, but they don't pay me. So I'm not going to. Pantera number four market, Nampa, Idaho. Um, if they do decide to pay me one day, that would be great. Um, I do not want the money. I just want the Autobato. I want the Alpa store. 
I want that marinated pork. <laughs> That's all I want. If they could drop off a a plate once a quarter, you know, once every, I don't know, let's make it easy. Once every 50 episodes, if someone can just drop off some some street tacos, that would be sweet. And I'll keep shouting them out. It's probably the best. It's the best street taco meat I've found in how many years have I been here? Um, that's not that's not fair. How many years have I cared about street tacos? You know, that's not important either, but it's the best. So if you guys go out to Nampa, Idaho, um, I'm just joking about getting paid. I don't give a shit. Go to Nampa, Idaho. There is Pantera number four market. I don't know what street it is. I think it was like 16th. It's on 16th or 6th. <laughs> so if you don't have a phone and you don't Google it, there's only 10 blocks you have to search. It's delicious. Um, tell them Jeremiah sent you. They won't know who the hell I am, but it would be one of those awkward moments where you're staring at each other and that would make your life happy. <laughs> like I said, that's my goal. Be awkward and giggle. Be awkward and giggle. No, no, no. Be awkward and chuckle. Make it weird and laugh. We're going to come up with t-shirt slogans and then whoever has a t-shirt company needs to print me off some. Chuckle. Be awkward and chuckle. Make it weird and laugh. Make it weird. We need it to rhyme. I need it to rhyme. I'll work on it. We'll figure this out. I got lost again. Food? We're talking about food? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So parents came, had some dope breakfast, bagels, donuts, whatever. We just bought a bunch of shit and we ate it. Then a couple hours later, we had a huge um, graduation party, ate a bunch of tacos, a lot of laughs, just full on. It was the best day. I hope my daughter just loved it because I loved it and I wasn't even graduating. And that was on Saturday. Uh, what did we do all week? Then Sunday, we woke up. Um, had a good breakfast again. I mean, I have this Blackstone. Uh, it's like a griddle. Google Blackstone griddles or whatever. That's I have one of those, and I love that thing. I thought I loved it before this weekend. It was super convenient this week. This whole week, we've put bacon, sausages, hash browns, eggs. We've cooked chicken, um, vegetables, uh, the tacos. Uh, or the talk, not the tacos. The meat was prepared. The um, um, the tortilla, uh, the tortillas we we heated up on there. Uh, I mean, just I cooked for twelve people all week on that blackstone. I didn't even know the real purpose of a blackstone griddle. I know I'm dropping blackstone a lot. They're not a sponsor, by the way. They should be though. Blackstone, blackstone. I cook on your shit. Send me a dollar. That's it. Um, but yeah, I love that thing. I want to buy another one. I might get rid of my no, I need to keep the grill. I like the I like the flame kissed taste of of burgers on a grill. But everything else I put on that blackstone, I put on that griddle, killed it for a whole week. I got lost again, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. And then, uh, oh, and then on Sunday, we went to a steel. I'm just going to talk about the week. On Sunday, we went to an Idaho Steelheads hockey game. Uh, my sister's family and my parents and my household, we we went to we went to um, a hockey playoff game. That was really fun. I've only watched a few hockey games live with my dad. And, and the, like I told you guys in previous episodes, the only reason I love hockey as much as I do is because of how much he loves it. I didn't care about hockey for so many years. I thought it was stupid. I, I didn't understand the rules. I thought I, I, I thought it was just dumb to watch people just slap a puck around the ice. And then I paid more attention to it, learned the rules because he loved it so much. He taught me some things. And now I think it's my favorite. I think it's one of my favorite things to watch Braves baseball and Carolina hurricanes hockey, you know, but we were able to go watch an Idaho steelheads playoff game while he was here. And that's just a different experience to be able to share moments with your family members, with your mom, with your dad, with your brother-in-law, with your sister, with your nephews, your own kids, you know, your, your partner in life. I keep calling her a partner in life because girlfriend sounds like I'm 14 and we're not married yet. So I don't want to, I don't want to lie to you and tell you she's my wife. <laughs> she won't marry me. Um, <laughs> I'll come up with a cool ass name. Cool people need cool names. I'll find one for her. Um, and roommates just disrespectful, right? <laughs> anyway, went to a hockey game and I shared this moment with my fam, my 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 dad in particular. Every time something happened, I kept looking over like a little kid. You like that? Hey, dad, was that cool? Like, I'm just, I want to see the smile, you know, and. They kicked the shit out of this team. They they scored a ton of goals. We had a lot to cheer for. It was just great. But that was Sunday. Um, Monday. God, it feels like so long ago. What did we do Monday? Monday, we... Uh, oh, Monday, I had my softball game. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Jeremiah had his own softball game. My parents got to watch their 39-year-old baby boy. <laughs> play a an athletic competition play play a sport for the first time in over 25 years and i've got to tell you i did not disappoint them when they thought i was gonna suck because <laughs> i did i'm just kidding i didn't do bad i did get up there in the first the first play of the game it was a little it started off rough you know i line up there we're doing all the softball things we're looking like some athletes, tossing the ball around, warming up, and then we get there. And two pitches into the game, I get one smoked just right to me. That ball's cruising at me like 4,000 miles an hour. Just kidding. Probably like 40 miles an hour. But it felt fast, okay? And I got so nervous. I've never been nervous before. That I, re- I didn't, to, my, to my knowledge, I don't think I've been very nervous at a rec league softball game, but knowing that there's like 10 people off to the side watching me that came for me that normally aren't there and aren't going to be there next time. Like this is my only shot to do well in front of them. Cause they're not going to be here in another week. I let that ball go right between my legs and 
the first thing I heard besides my heartbreak was my youngest nephew laugh at me. (laughs) Oh, I heard him laugh and I felt like I felt so low. And then he says, you suck. (laughs) And for some weird reason that made it all better. The moment I heard him say, you suck, I knew that I could not do any worse. And the rest of that game, I did pretty damn well. You know, I caught a couple line drives. I fielded a couple ground balls. I did I did fairly well for the most part. If I take away that first ground ball that went right between my legs, I didn't even try, guys. I lined up on it. I put my glove like halfway to the ground, and that thing just went right between my legs. But if I don't count that, it was actually a decent game. Um. So if anybody was wondering how I did in front of my dad and mom and, and, and other family members, I would say if we were grading it, I would say B minus. B minus or C plus and we graded on a curve. Now I'm a B minus. So in 25 years, when they come back, they could watch me play on a senior league game and hopefully I do better. And that was Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday was actual graduation. And that was very, very emotional. Actual graduation was an emotional time. I I held it together the entire two months preparing for graduation. I didn't cry one time. You know, my daughter's mom cried every day. You know. That's her baby girl, but she cried every day for even if a few seconds a day, she shed some tears knowing that her, her first baby was graduating high school and becoming, becoming a a woman out. She's not a student in, in a, in, in, in high school anymore. She goes to college. She's an adult going to school. If she doesn't go to college, she's just, she's a grown ass woman doing grown ass shit, you know? So it was emotional for her the last two months. And I kept telling her, calm down, chill out. It's okay. This is good stuff. Don't worry. Stop crying. Be happy. I did that for 60 days, 60 days. I was the man keeping it bottled up inside, you know? And then on graduation day, we, we saw, we saw her stand up. We saw her get in line. We saw her walk up to the stage. Names are being called. She got one step closer, one step closer, one step closer. Everyone around me is just anticipating this a moment this this monumentous moment in her life we're all just waiting for they called her name she walked across the stage and we smiled we gleamed we we hollered we yelled it sounded like a sporting event how loud we were we had a big crowd and i didn't shed one tear she came down the stage she walked into the back of the line and it was over she graduated And I held it together. And then she looked up at us. And she gave us a thumbs up and a big old cheesy grin, a big old cheesy smile. Like I did it. The I did it moment. I did it, dad. I did it, mom. That thumbs up thing. Man, I lost it. (laughs) 
I lost it and everybody handed me. It's like everybody around me. That's fucked. You know, the people around me sucked because <laughs> they they knew this was going to happen. Everybody had a tissue for me. Everyone's camera came out. They were recording it. They were taking pictures. I didn't care. My baby girl graduated high school and I lost it. I I broke in that moment. I broke. I bawled. I really did cry. And not quietly. I I sniffled and wheezed like anyone else. <laughs> anyway. Super proud super proud moment for us. I what else did I do? Okay, Wednesday. I'm so distracted. Now I have memories of myself crying. I can't even think about what I want to talk about. Eventually, we went to a baseball game. I think that was on a Thursday. Went to a baseball game. Uh, watched a minor league minor league baseball game here in, in Boise, the Boise Hawks. We had a group outing. We had like 37, 38 people that came and and hung out with us. And enjoyed some food in a baseball game. So that was really cool. By the way, if anybody is listening to this that actually shared in these moments, if you were at a graduation, if you were at the graduation party, if you were at the Boise Hawks game, if you were at the Idaho Steelheads, wherever you were, if you were there and contributed to anything, any smile that my family shared in these seven days, I truly, truly, truly want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate you and I love you for that. And that's actually where I want to end this podcast. We did some great things this week and I'd go on forever trying to tell you about what we did, but, and how we felt, but I want to end today in, in a state of gratitude. You know, these, these events, these life events that I've been telling you guys about turning my daughter, turning 18, my family coming, me playing a ball game in front of my parents, all the, the reasons I love certain sports and 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 graduation and all, all of this stuff that I've been telling you about since we've started this podcast journey together. At the end of it all, it's all about gratitude. So if you've contributed to anything that I've talked about in these 17 episodes, just know that if I haven't talked to you recently or I haven't texted you recently or we haven't shared any space recently, if you contribute to my life in a positive way, I'm truly grateful for that. Even my podcast listeners, people who I've never met or people who I've met that are listening that I can't actually physically be around, you you helping me do this, this, this moment in my life, this very second on May 28th at 1130 a.m., this very second, this is, this is being done because you are listening. You are contributing to my life. And I like to decide, I, I choose, I consciously, 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 I consciously choose to attribute your contribution to my life as a positive one. So I'm going to end today's podcast with a huge thank you. Thank you to every single listener, every person who's pressed play, every person who sent me a text message, every person who sent me an email, any person who's messaged me on Instagram or social media, anybody who stopped me 
randomly as we were talking and said, hey, I heard your podcast. Anybody who's come over to my house to share a meal, anyone who's sat in my backyard and 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 helped me cook something, anyone who's played a yard game with me, anybody who's been in this garage slash podcast studio and um, played darts, anyone who sat on my couch and watched a game with me, anyone who's texted me about a game, anyone who has affected my life. If you can think of that memory and you remember a smile on my face, just know that I fucking love you. And I really do appreciate everything you have done and everything you may do for me. So let's call it a day. That's the podcast, everybody. This was kind of kidding. I'm the Jeremiah and I love y'all.